Hi, this is Sarah Beth Ramsey, and you're listening to the More You Grow podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about something that means a lot to me. It has something that has really changed the social media dynamic for me each week, uh, and it's called No Social Media Sunday. So I get a lot of questions about this, and what it means is I take 24 hours away from social media. The reason I do this is to just get control back of my life, if we're being simple. Um, But one of the main reasons is to give myself a mental break. We are constantly plugged in to our phones. If we're not on social media, it's something else usually on our phones or our TV, a screen of some kind. And so I just need 24 hours to kind of get away from that and reset. So I I told some of my story a few weeks ago in my very first podcast, but I want to expand on No Social Media Sunday, the reason behind it, why I'm doing it, how to do it, how to not beat yourself up when you first start doing it, because it's not easy. Right. So I'm I feel like I'm making it sound really easy because I'm saying just, you know, take 24 hours off of your phone. But recently I did an entire weekend from my phone and not just social media, but my whole phone. So each week I do social media, but uh Your whole phone is another story, right? So there's some preparation that goes into it. But there's also some preparation that goes into taking 24 hours away from social media too. For example, I use social media to find new places when I'm traveling. I use it to connect to certain people that maybe I don't text message, but I DM them. There are just some ways, you know, business things that I do on social media. So there are some ways that I need to prepare So I'll talk to you guys about that a little bit as well. I have been having a lot of discussions with people surrounding the social dilemma. The show, I mean, the documentary, but also just talking to people about social media and how it makes us feel in general. Sometimes I think we don't realize how it's making us feel. And so those conversations can come up in different ways and it all comes back to social media sometimes. So today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how all of this started for me. So I am of the belief that social media has good and bad. And I'm not part of the camp that thinks we should just delete it from our phones or, you know, get rid of our phones. I know there's some people who talk about getting a, I think they call it a dumb phone, which is just not a smartphone, obviously. Uh, And I don't really like that terminology. But what I will say is, you know, what they're talking about is a flip phone. So a phone that doesn't have the same characteristics as a smartphone. And the idea is... We are not plugged in all of the time. We're not as easily accessible. A lot of this comes down to accessibility and how accessible a smartphone makes us. So for me, you know, I'm not of that camp. My idea is to start creating boundaries and start seeing, you know, being aware of how social media makes us feel. One of the biggest ways that I do that is taking this 24 hours each week to myself. 
a couple of things were going on that made me come to this conclusion. One of the biggest things was about two years ago, I, so I wasn't really, I was watching what I was kind of talking about online, but I wasn't quite as strict as I am now, which I know a lot of people are going to laugh because a lot of people think I share all of my life on social media, but I don't. There is about, uh, let's see, I would say 10% of my life is shared on social media, maybe a little bit of a higher percentage, maybe 15 to 20 But there's a large, large part, kind of like that iceberg picture, you know, where you're looking at it in the top, you know, it looks so large, but then there's so much underneath the water. That's how I feel my experiences on social media. There's a lot that I don't share. I didn't used to always be that way, though. I used to kind of put it all out there. And one of the things that I put out there was something very personal to me, which is my dating life. And so I posted something about what was going on in my dating life at the time. And the comments I got back were largely not constructive, right? I think that the people commenting thought that they were being constructive. Um, But there was also another element to this, right? So like I just said, it's very personal to me. So to have people weighing in on my personal, personal, personal life did not sit well with me. And once that happened, I started kind of noticing some other things that were bothering me about social media. The comparison game is something that we all talk about, right? As an entrepreneur, it can be very difficult to feel like you're doing enough for your business. And then you get online and you see other people killing it and you're happy for them, but then you're wondering, well, why am I not killing it like that? Or, you know, if I could just do more of that, then I would be more successful. And you just start running yourself into the ground. One of the things that kind of helps me deal with that now is being more intentional about why I'm online. So why am I getting online today? Is it to uh, find new accounts and follow them? Is it to build business prospects? Is it to see what's going on in my friends and family's lives and catch up with them? You know, what is the reason instead of going down this searching rabbit hole that kept happening to me. So what would happen is I would feel like I needed to keep up with the Joneses and then I would burn out. So that was a problem. Another thing for me is I really like creating content a lot. It is something that I enjoy doing. I love doing campaigns for my clients. I love the whole process, taking the picture, developing the plan, the strategy. Like I love doing that. I love making video. Um, But (laughs) I can get way too wrapped up in it and then feel I need to do it all the time. And then just it becomes this cycle of, oh, I want to do that. My ideas were exploding in my head, but not in creative ways in I need to do this ways. And so then this individual kind of, I'm sorry, not individual, invisible pressure started to build up. It was like sitting on my shoulder every time I was online telling me you need to do this and you need to do more. And I already struggle with that um, as an entrepreneur. And even since I was a kid feeling like I need to constantly be busy So I've started taking a step back from that. I'm trying to go more with the flow of life, but social media was bringing all of those feelings back for me. 
Now, I've talked about a lot of the negatives of social media, so I do want to be fair and talk about the positives. I have met friends that are some of my very best friends that I would not have met if it wasn't for social media. I've made business contacts where I would not have, you know, just walked in. I am actually an introvert, which surprises a lot of people. <laughs> I am by definition and by uh, personality tests, <laughs> an introvert. I have had to, and this will be an episode for another time, I have had to push myself in good ways to get out there and talk to people and not be afraid. So sometimes I'm still nervous. And so I might not have met the businesses that I've met now if I wasn't online. It is definitely a aid in helping me meet people, businesses, contacts that I wouldn't have otherwise as an introvert. So those are really good things. It also inspires me if done correctly. It helps me to develop my own content, right? So we don't want to be copying other people. So so it helps inspire me though to create my own content. It has helped me build my business. Obviously, I own a social media marketing company called the Boho Marketing Co. And so social media has helped me build that business. So those are the good. It's the good and the bad. And with anything in life, it's the good and the bad, right? The problem is that the algorithm for social media is designed to be addictive. And so if we don't get a control on it early on, and this applies to kids too, it can really start to infiltrate our lives in ways that first we're not recognizing, we're not aware. So it's smart software. It's making us addicted and we don't know that it's making us addicted, right? So again, if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma, please watch it. Uh, This is facts from that documentary. So what we're trying to do here is rewire our brains. And one of the ways, and if you listen to the last episode with Jason Williams, one of the ways we can do that is through meditation. It helps bring, you know, the positivity. It helps us get perspective. There's a lot of science that goes into that that I won't get into, but by using meditation, by using journaling, by being aware of how I'm feeling. It's helping to rewire this addiction that I have built. And so I need 24 hours to reset my mind each week to recognize what's going on. So that's that's your why, okay? That's the why I do 24 hours off of social media each week. Okay. So Next, I want to talk to you guys about how to do this because I've been talking to a lot of people. In fact, one of my friends messaged me this morning. She tried to do no social media uh, Sunday yesterday. And she said, I had an awful time. I could not do it. I, you know, she had a deliverable for a, uh, collaboration that she had agreed to. She had to get that out there and she sort of forgot that she was going to do social no social media Sunday. It was bringing her a little bit more stress, I think, than it was helping her. And what I told her was, this is a gradual process, okay? I had to build upon this idea of no social media Sunday. And the first time I ever did it was when I went to the getaway house. If you guys have heard of that, it is a company. It's an amazing company. They've actually written a book called How to Get Away. And I've talked about this 
in the book co-op that I do with The More You Grow. So I do each month, I try to talk about a new book that has really impacted my life. That was one of them. They have tiny houses out in the woods in different forest areas across the United States where they don't have Wi-Fi and it allows you to get away from technology and reconnect with nature. Perfect. I love it. I fell in love the very first time they invited me to visit. And I'm actually going back again in December, so I'm really excited. That was the first time I really disconnected. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I cried a lot that weekend. I cried because I recognized what was going on. I recognized how I had been feeling and I had let it spiral. I had not understood what was happening. It just all started to build up on me and I ended up in a really bad place and I had to get my self-confidence back. So when all of this was going on online, you know, between comparison games and seeing what was going on and feeling a certain way about comments that were left and feeling like I wasn't good enough and needed to do more, right? That caused a major lack of self-esteem for me. And so I realized that, you know, something had to give here. And that's kind of where the whole idea was built. Shortly before I went on that trip, I recorded a video where I was in tears, which is not the norm for me. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it's not the norm for me. And it has become more the norm for me now. But I did this video where I was upset and I recognized it. And I kind of was just telling people how online activity was making me feel. And a lot of people responded that they felt the same way. So I knew there was something here, right? I knew, first of all, thank you to all of those people. You know who you are. I feel like I thank you pretty often because it was very vulnerable to put something out there like that. And then everybody kind of came to my defense with, I feel this way too. I thought it was just me. You know, everybody just thinks it's just them until somebody talks about it. And it's really important to talk about the major issues because of that. And so I recognized that it wasn't just me. So what I have started doing at that time was, you know, that weekend, that was tough. I took that whole weekend off. It was hard. And I was online somewhat um, throughout that time, barely, but it was hard. I was all by myself with my dog out in the woods and I was nervous about that. But I also was starting to really see the impact. So like I say over and over again, and I'm just going to keep saying it, is the first step is awareness. So recognize how you're feeling when you're online. Then decide what's going to work the best for you. Okay. So maybe it's an hour a day to start. Maybe you just take an hour away from your phone consciously. You think about how it's making you feel to be online and maybe you get outside. Maybe that's how you start. Maybe then it turns into an afternoon day of your choosing. And by the way, Sunday might not work for your schedule and that's okay. Pick whatever day works best for you. But we're trying to build up to that, right? It's it's hard. So maybe you start with an hour, maybe then it's a couple hours, maybe then it's an afternoon and eventually you get to 24 hours. Let's say you get to that 24 hours. That doesn't mean that it's going to go really well, okay? I'm going to be honest. I've been doing this consistently for a while now, 
um, I want to say the better part of a year, but don't quote me on that, please. Nobody go looking it up. <laughs> Make me feel bad. But I still struggle. So the other thing my friend said to me was, even though I don't feel like it went well, I did notice how much I'm picking up my phone, just unintentionally, habitually picking up my phone. You guys want to know something? I still do this on No Social Media Sunday. I have accidentally opened my IG and Facebook countless times. And so that is difficult for me, but it does make me, like she said, recognize, oh my God, it's a habit. You know, I'm picking up my phone because I'm sitting here bored and I'm going straight to IG and I didn't mean to. Oh my gosh, like how scary is that, right? So awareness, gradually building it up and then recognizing it's a work in progress because like I said, it's still a work in progress for me. Now, the weekend that I did off of (laughs) my technology is actually a funny story and I hope my mom doesn't kill me for saying this, but I told her I was doing it. Um, I guess I wasn't clear and or she didn't quite believe me because I turned my phone on airplane mode and the next, I don't know if it was that night or the next night, I want to say it was the next night she showed up at my house. She thought that something had happened to me and she was panicked. She was banging on my door. I was just sitting there reading with my dog. She banged on the door and I opened it and she was about in tears. I mean, she was scared because she couldn't get a hold of me. So now I have built uh, a check-in with my mom. So let's just say that I decide to go no no cell phone for the weekend. I am a single person. Um, I live alone with my dog. And I feel okay saying that because I have serious security systems on my house right now. And I don't say where I'm going ahead of time when I go camping by myself for safety. But what I will say is uh, I I need to check in with my mom. I mean, she's worried, right? I'm by myself. If something were to happen and I was the whole weekend and nobody knew about it, hmm, that's a problem, right? So not that I think that'll happen, but I've developed that kind of system. And what's good about that is, you know, she knows I'm not using my phone. So she knows that when I am unplugged, I check in, that's it. I'm not going to keep talking because I'm not using my phone. I am, you know, doing a tech and that goes for everybody that that weekend. Right. So that's harder. (laughs) And I don't recommend that like right out the gate uh, unless you need a serious, serious reset like I did when I went to the getaway house. I mean, I just needed a serious reset. So so that's how I recommend to get started. But I want to talk to you guys about a couple of other things, too. Some of I want to talk to you about how it's made me feel since doing No Social Media Sunday. I think that's important. And then lastly, I want to talk to you guys about one way that I have found to use social media in my advantage that has really, really helped. Okay, so first, what I have experienced. There are about two different ways that I feel after No Social Media Sunday, and it can gauge how much I've been using my phone for me to see, you know, where did I go wrong this week? And not wrong in a way that's making myself feel bad about it, but wrong in a way where we need to assess what our failures are so that they can teach us. Okay, so the first thing is, I I don't know if anybody else has felt this way, 
Sometimes during the week when I'm on social media a lot, I will be sitting on my couch. I will feel that I want to do certain things, but that I cannot get away from my phone. Like, oh, I want to, but then, oh, I just remembered I want to look at this or, oh, I remember. And I start to get tense. Now, I don't know if that's just me. So please let me know if that's just me. I don't think it is. Um, I, I think it's, I find it very rare that somebody feels a certain way where it's just them. So please tell me if that's how you feel. So when I start feeling like that, that's how I know I'm at the point of social media exhaustion. And that means if I don't take a break soon, I'm going to start feeling really bad and then it turns into depression or just paralyzation. If we consume too much content, we don't do anything. We just get paralyzed by it. It becomes overwhelming. And that has happened to me a number of times. So that's when social no social media Sunday is over. So today, for example, is Monday that I'm recording this. It's not Monday. You're going to be listening to it, though. I know today when I woke up, my creativity was still shot, even though I took the day off. What I did do, though, was allow myself yesterday, Sunday, to be offline so that I could get things done around my house that have not been done. So I did a lot of organizing. I've been doing a lot of purging. I'm getting really into minimalism, uh, both you know for my brain and for my house. And... I noticed that when I woke up this morning, still no creativity. That means I really overdid it last week. I did too much. I should have slowed down more. That is a telltale measurement for me of what's going on in my mental space. It's really helpful, but I don't feel super great this morning. Now, what I will say is as soon as I started doing my morning meditation, journaling, reading, that's when the creativity started to hit me. For example, I didn't know what I was going to talk about on the podcast this week. And it just hit me. Time to talk more about No Social Media Sunday. And then my friend texted me about her experience and it just all came together, right? Synchronicity is amazing. So that's the first thing. I recognize how social media just was exhausted for me last week and I was able to get some organizing done. The second thing that happens, and I kind of already alluded to this, is I will get my creativity back. So come Monday, I am bursting with creative ideas. I have to, you know, write some stuff down. I try not to get too into writing a lot of things down because what will happen is I will become overwhelmed by the ideas. So sometimes I'll sit on those ideas and wait for them to come back. And those are the ones that I know are really serious. And I know that's not a a school of thought that everybody subscribes to. Some people believe in capturing every single idea we have. If I did that, the way my brain personally works, I would be writing from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, it's not realistic for me. So I wait, I sit and I wait. And sometimes I wait for things to make connections. And then I write that idea down. I want to keep, you know, recognizing that when I have those creative ideas, okay, I took a break at the right time. So the other example I gave where I'm exhausted, I probably should have taken more breaks during the week. But if I have a lot of creative ideas on Monday, that shows me, okay, I I took the break that I needed and I'm ready to be really creative this week. 
those are pretty much the two outcomes that I get. And neither one of them is really bad because one shows me how I should have taken more breaks and can assess the next week. And the next one leads to a lot of creative ideas. I'm interested to see what comes up for you guys when you take a break like No Social Media Sunday as well and see how it impacts you and makes you feel. I definitely feel lighter, lighter and brighter as well. So, and I'm ready to get back on social media. I remember why I enjoy social media when I take these breaks. And I feel like that applies to a lot of different areas of life. When we take a break from things, we remember, we're able to look back and see, okay, this is why I like it and reevaluate. And so that's just something to consider there as well. All right. Lastly, I promised you guys that I was going to talk more about uh, how I'm using social media to help me now sometimes. So, So I already talked about the practical things like meeting friends, business connections, things like that. I recently discovered a different way social media helps me internally. And I wanted to talk to you guys about that. And I also want to make a mention really quickly. I don't want to forget to say this. If you decide to do No Social Media Sunday or you do it on a different day, please let me know. Uh, Tag me or tell me that you're going to do it. I want to start forming more of a support system for others that are doing No Social Media Sunday because like I said, it's not an easy thing to do. So if you're going to do it, let me know. Maybe even shoot me your phone number. I'm going to text you on Sunday because remember, it's No Social Media Sunday. It's not No Phone Sunday for me. So I'll text you. I'll check in. I'll see how it's going. I, I think that the support system is really going to be key. So... I'm going to be posting about this on my social media accounts. If you don't already follow, it is the More You Grow podcast. And then it is sarahbeth.ramsey on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, The More You Grow and The Boho Marketing Co. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn as well. But I think it's going to be more of, you know, DM me on IG and let me know that you're going to be participating and then I'll get your phone number and we can set up something to text. I think that that's going to be helpful. Okay. So lastly, how I use social media to help me internally. Social media recently as this morning has helped me figure out why different things trigger my emotions in life. So you can use this for anything. Why am I playing the comparison game? Why does such and such make me not a person, but an activity or something that people are doing? Why does that upset me? Right. And so I started thinking on one of these particular things this morning and realized like many things, it reverted to something that had happened in my past. And it was a major, major breakthrough to me. I think it's not helpful if we just sit and allow it to make us upset. But if we stop and think, why did this make me, this particular thing make me upset today? I then meditated on it and journaled about it and figured it out like it just came to me. So we really have all of the answers inside of us if we ask ourselves those questions, but it all again comes down to awareness. If we're not aware of how we're feeling on social and we're just letting it take over, it's going to do more harm than good. So I think I'm gonna challenge you guys. I don't usually do that. I think I'm gonna challenge you this week to recognize how something, one thing, just one, one thing on social media is making you feel and think about why it's making you feel that way. 
see what happens. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate your time. I hope that this helps you and impacts you. I would love, love, love for you to subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already and share it with someone, please. I just think this information is so important. I can't wait to share more with you guys. I know that time is valuable and that you just spent it with me and it truly means the world. Thank you for listening to the More You Grow podcast. I'll be back next week.